Jay Selke Trophy goes to Ryan O'Reilly. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 131 Podcast. Today is episode 12 in Acorn. What's going on, dude? We have a new team in the NHL. Holy shit. I know. The Seattle Kraken. I think we all knew it was going to be Kraken, but, like, part of me thought it might be, you know, do they buy the Thunderbirds rights? Is it going to be, like, the Sockeyes, the fucking Sea Monsters? Nope. Their 15-minute shtick when they opened up on Twitter, when they revealed their name, they finally said, hey, Kraken. The Rain City Bitch Pigeons? <laughs> Greatest name ever. Should be the name. I already bought that shirt. Can't wait to wear it. But, yeah, it's crazy, um, especially with – one thing I think we need to keep in, in like to know here when they draft their team, the cap stay in flat, so they have a lot more. I think teams are going to be a little less protective of their players if they can't financially protect them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they might even be better than Vegas if they get a good goalie. It's I think possible. They're gonna, I think they're going to get better like fours and defensemen. I think Vegas getting flurry was the X factor of why they went so far when they had their run. I agree. But before we uh, dive into the Seattle Kraken, I just want to talk about the bracket challenge that we're putting on. So we were able to get 16 participants for the first inaugural bracket challenge. The list of the participants are Aaron Acorn, Eric Libby, Casey Brigham, Jamie Brigham, Ryan Pollard, Andrew Claremont, Brendan Kelly, Mitch Weitzel, Will Trasquita, Andrew Roshan, Evan Marinovsky, Adam Acorn, Mike Cavalchuk, Austin Nichols, Evan Jacks, and Mike Smith. Dude, I'm really, really happy with the turnout that we got for this. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, it's very competitive. Um, and I think, too, with the uh, the play-ins makes it a little bit more competitive or harder to really – if if to know hockey or – I mean, anything can happen in those playing rounds. I could see any team getting upset, but yeah, this is gonna be tough. Whoever um, whoever wins this is walking away with a brand new NHL jersey of their choice. Yeah, and I'm just gonna give a shout out to Casey Brigham for just putting in all the work with the Excel uh, format. Uh, Casey, can't thank you enough for what you did, and uh, we're gonna have you on real soon. The man, the absolute fucking man. Um, but yeah, dude, let's uh let's keep talking about Seattle. So it's crazy. So we see they're um they're gonna be joining the Pacific Division. Um along I'm not even gonna go to the teams, but uh I believe the Arizona Coyotes are gonna transition into the central division after they come in. So they'll be coming in the twenty one, twenty two season. They really should. I think it just it makes more sense logically just based on yeah. the geographic region. I'll never forget when remember when Atlanta became Winnipeg and they had to play in the Southeast division traveling from Winnipeg. I don't think a team probably traveled more than they did in a season. If you exclude like teams that did like international play, cause like those, you know what I mean? That's so many thousands of miles they had to travel, but I think it's probably them. And like, even now Winnipeg, I think and the Vancouver Canucks are the two longest travel teams in the league. Yeah, and that, that plays a role. Definitely. I think Seattle is going to be an awesome franchise because just because that city is so big. I mean, you think about the other uh, professional sports teams they have. They have the Mariners. They used to have the Seattle Supersonics, which are not there anymore. They have the uh, Seattle Thunderbirds of the Western Hockey League. 
Yep. Yep. So to bring an Which, NHL franchise to this city is huge. And I saw something from uh, Fanatics. They uh, they released that they the Kraken uh, fan base. They sold more. Um, the total sales was over fifty percent more than what the Golden Knights uh, generated yeah. in their first. Day. I think they're going to be a better market because you. I think too with Vegas, a lot of their demographic is travelers going to games rather than it being like locals. Because you think about there's something going on in Vegas every fucking weekend. So you had people on trips there going to games. Like, like I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm going to Vegas in September. I was planning on trying to go to, like, an exhibition game or going to see the that new AHL team they have while I was on my trip. But, yeah, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm pretty excited. So that'll be the 32nd team in NHL franchise. Yeah. So – do you think the next team will either be a 33rd or is it just going to be a relocation of another team? I think it should be a relocation. I don't think they should expand more than what they have right now. I think going to 33 would be kind of foolish. They have weight. Like 33 teams is a lot of fucking teams, my friend. I think it'll be either the Florida Panthers will be moving or it'll be um, – I'm trying to think of another di- like dead franchise, like maybe the Hurricanes – would be I think one of them's gonna move to um, Quebec City would probably be my next guess because if you take Florida you can still play within that division and you're really not changing much. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I think, think we talked talk about that did, before. Yeah, or there was rumors of like a Greater Toronto area they called like GTA um, having another franchise and I just don't think that would work because like the Leafs are so big in that area like that would be kind of stupid like. I understand if, say, like going back to Quebec City, Quebec City and Montreal are not that close to each other. And I think that they could separate each other because there was a team in Quebec City back in the day. Mm -hmm. The Nordiques. Yeah, exactly. So I think they could do it. That's probably my next. That would be like that. I think business wise, that makes total sense of a relocation rather than an expansion. And I don't think the teams want to keep doing this where they have to, like, they pick off players also that seattle twitter account is fucking hilarious did you see their bio it's like you'll love us or something until you take your favorite player i think i did see that yeah that was crying laughing i was like oh okay because the vegas golden knights twitter account is probably the best in the league yeah it's a it's it's a new franchise it's probably it's like a young like you know what i'm saying it's kind of like a if i had to relate it to businesses it's kind of like a startup you know what i mean like a young yeah exactly hip kind of culture so and I think it's in a good market like Seattle like I think it's gonna like it, it is a sports city um because I'm like thinking where else in the U.S. do you think would be like a I don't know it just seems like it's in like the perfect spot like I'm like thinking of like other areas where like you could do a start like bring in a new team to a new area that like you know that you're gonna have success uh, and like they have a like, great management thinking like maybe like Texas like Houston that yeah but I I don't think there's enough hockey there it just seemed I've really never heard anything much about like hockey in Texas not like they already have obviously Dallas Stars but like I don't think they do that well business-wise like selling out and shit like that maybe Um, uh Cleveland Cleveland's got the um there I think they're what are they the Lake Gary Monsters the AHL team if they're still there I can't even remember I know any, I think any state with, like, two big cities, so, like, 
you know, Ohio, they have Columbus, Columbus Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Cleveland. Yeah. Like, I don't think Michigan could have another team. I don't think Minnesota could have another team. I know those are huge hockey markets, but I just don't think that you should have two teams there. I think it's more college and high schools where people are – like, high school hockey in Minnesota is ridiculous. I know. Those tournaments yeah, are always shit. sick. I know. And then you always have people – you have, like, those two kids that have the craziest fucking hairdo when they play that <laughs> all-star game. But, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. This is this is good. I'm um, I'm excited to see what happens with the team. I'm ex- I'm curious to see, you know, who's going to be the first pick. Um, I think their management's very good. Like that, you know, they have good owners. Um, and I think their personnel within the organization is very good. I think that that's vital in building a good roster. I think going back to Vegas, like George McPhee constructed that roster, and um, Kelly McCrimmon was a huge part of that too. And there's a reason why going back to the Evan episode, why McPhee promoted himself to, to keep McCrimmon as their GM because he, any other team would have grabbed him because he's a genius. So I know we were going to um, save an episode for Seattle like entirely, but without getting into like really deep, like who do you think is going to be a big name that goes to them? Just give me like one or two or three names. <sighs> So big names, I think that it could be potential players that go to Seattle. I'd assume it's either going to be Tristan Jerry or Matt Murray. Probably Matt Murray would be the goalie. Or um, with with um, it could be the one of the Islanders goalies, Shesterkin or Gorgiev with Hank. I think that could be in play if Hank if before Hank, I think Hank's contract might be done before that, unfortunately. So that might be out of play. But Murray might is probably my guess, unless he goes somewhere else now. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of goalies because like, then and on Long Island, I'd assume by that time it'll be um, Sir Orkin will be their goalie. Um, DeBrusque would might be in play here, would be my guess. I'm thinking of uh, players on the Lightning, so maybe like a Sorelli if they don't. Anthony lock Sorelli up. might be in play here, um, or Yanni Gord. Uh, yeah, Yanni Gord. Um, you look at like the. Um, what team, um Jesus Christ I just drew a huge blank the rain like even skaters off the Rangers because you if hypothetically say they get Lafreniere they <laughs> there's gonna be a good forward that might be coming off that team the Rangers yeah if look through their roster right so how many for if you can only keep isn't it you can only protect like how many skaters can you protect I forget I what the rules like, are I think it's like nine plus or two. I don't know. There's two options. I forget. Yeah. But I could see one of them in play. Um, I'd say my best bet off the Bruins is probably DeBrusque. Depending on what his contract's going to be and how he's playing at the time when the expansion happens. Edmonton. That's going to be tough. Cause they, especially with their defense, like the young, the younger defensemen they, they have coming up, like you could lose a guy like Clef Bomb, you could lose fucking Larson. I actually wouldn't even care. Um, the trade is one for one, by the way. Hall for Larson. Best trade ever. Fuck off. Um, I'm trying to think of like deeper franchises that like have players that might not be able to protect. I think you saying Sorelli or Gord is a great one. That, that team's loaded. Like, no, I don't they, think there's they're a, not going to be able to keep everyone. Um, Pittsburgh is going to be tough too. Like they have some good younger players that they don't. I don't think get enough recognition. Teddy like, Bluger. 
Teddy Bluger, Jared McCann, um, Nick, yeah, like Nick Bukestad. Uh, and then on defense, I mean, I I wonder if Latang will be playing but still then. Say he wins another cup, I think he might be on out. Yeah, Pittsburgh Wings, I think um, he should retire. Honestly, if they win again, I think Crosby should – like, honestly, like – He won't, though. He's what else so is, hockey, What else dude. more does he have to win, Olympic though? gold. Olympic gold again, being captain. Yeah. He's got, you know he's not going to retire. Malkin will, will retire before he does. I don't think – dude, he'll play until he's in his 40s. I'm telling you right now, Crosby won't give up. Crosby loves – I don't think I've ever seen someone that loves hockey more than Crosby. If he gets another concussion, I think he'll retire. Yeah, okay, that's in play too because he's had about a billion. And yeah. he had to miss a year with one – or I actually it, over a year. I think of big players like Lindros. A dude – Dude could have, yeah, he they could have destroyed the league for you know eight more years, but they got out because of serious injury. Like, it's funny. No, no, that's it's not funny, but going back to Lindros, his trade, I still think Peter Forsberg is a better player than he is. They're two different players. Yeah, and Crosby I really like Lindros though. I really was never a fan. I don't know why. Uh, Crosby said Peter Forsberg was the hardest player he's ever played against his career. And he'll say it to this day. But, yeah, man, that's – I'm I'm curious to see, like, because when they draft, like, there's going to be players that are coming up that we don't even know about today that are going to be nasty. Like, undercover, like, good players that are very undervalued. Um, going back, Speaking of undervalued, I put up that post a couple days ago about – Who's an amazing player that it produces and doesn't get enough recognition? Who did you pick? My man off the Philadelphia Flyers, Sean Couturier. Great, great choice. Shout out Megan Bonner. Love you, Megan. Uh, I that's a good choice. Uh, also up for the Selkie again. Right. I know. Yeah, he is. He is. It's Bergeron. Yeah, so this is his, his second nomination, right? He was. Was it last year that he was there? Or two years ago, he was like plus. He was. I think it was when Kopitar was there. I think it was Bergeron, Kopitar, and Kachuria. And Kachuria was like plus thirty six. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that year. Yeah, dude. He uh, he's so good. Yeah. He's just overshadowed. I'd even I'd even throw Claude Giroux in that mix. Yeah. Um. Nick Backstrom. I'll, I'll never like when he. I'll never forget when he came up. Like so, he I believe he went seventh in his draft year. I think he was part of the eleven draft. He the summer before he got drafted, he was projected the number one overall pick. I'll never forget. I was in PEI, and I was like, "Who's this kid? I've never heard of him." And he was playing for the Drummondville Vultures. Uh, but yeah, he's turned into a great player. Um, I always go back to when he remember he blew his knee out in practice in the playoffs and played with like a torn acl mcl and was still producing which makes no sense dude he had like four points that game and it was it was an elimination game yeah yeah against pittsburgh that was when they scored like each of them would score like 10 goals a game gensel had like four goals and couturier had like four points mr gilmore i'm your caddy <laughs> yeah jake gensel looks like mr gilmore's caddy and happy Gilmore for those who didn't get that. So uh, news about my Blackhawks, Brent Seabrook not playing. I think this was kind of known, but just a confirmation. I, I mean, dude, I, I think I think I said this on the last episode, dude, Brent Seabrook, like 
I think he should just retire. I don't think he's got much left. Yeah, he's that contract is so bad. Surgeries. Yeah, and in his prime, he was a phenomenal defenseman. But I think that's he's way past that prime at this point now. So um, it's just like now when you look at him and Keith, it's just like Keith is such a better player, and that's not a knock at Seabrook. He still he was still part of that dy- like mini dynasty, if you want to call it the three cups. Yeah. Uh, also, him uh, killing David back. <laughs> or when Dur was when was Newski killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then is that the is that the nighty night Bacchus? Now you're all in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, I have a sixty second challenge for you. If I don't get this one, I'm literally gonna be so fucking mad. But let's go. All right. So, two thousand and two thousand and one season featured two new teams. To the NHL, who were Ooh. those teams? Oh, the oh the 2000-2001 expansion. All right, all right. Let me uh, get sixty seconds on the clock. Fuck. All right, you ready? Yeah. Go. I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes and I'm going to go with the Dallas Stars. Eh, nope. Oh, they wait. Fuck. Who is it? <laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets and Minnesota Wild. Fuck. I, I, I'm thinking of when Dallas moved. Well, Dallas won the cup in 90 when Brett Hull fucking sticked Hashik. I can't believe I said the Dallas Stars. I suck. I was not ready for that one, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> I gave you, dude. You had like forty seconds I, left. I, I wanted to be more confident. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take up all the time. Fuck. That's okay. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't care. I don't think anyone's ever gonna get one. But uh, yeah. Fuck. I can't believe I didn't. I still can't believe I haven't got one of these. This is bullshit. I know. We neither of us have gotten any of them right. Like you're just completely right. This. No, no Dude. way. Dude, the heart finalists came out. Holy shit. You got dry, you got dry daddy, you got Mac Dog, aka the dog, and you had Panarin. Three guys, I would think easily, like if one of them won it, I wouldn't be upset about it. But who do you think is going to win? I'm going Panarin, dude. You wear Panarin. a Panarin shirt right now, you fucking asshole. It's actually a Kreider shirt. You could have said it was a Panarin and they would have believed you. <laughs> no, dude. And All right. You want to know my reasoning for Panarin? The five on five points. Rice Idol has McDavid. 
And I know you make the case for dry saddle when McDavid went down, but still they both had a hundred points. McKinnon, you have Rantanen and Landeskog. Like Rantanen probably he's, put up what eighty he's got, points. He, he's got Zabinajad. I know, but Zabinajad's only got also, like sixty points. No, he doesn't. He's like seventy. He was almost eighty. No, he's got he's got like a high seventy, and Panarin's got like ninety. You just said no when I said he almost has 80. He goes, no, he has a high 70. So, <laughs> still, so I got to fucking put you in a bag again like I fucking put you in a bag when <laughs> talk about torts. No, okay, but here's the thing, dude. Like, the Rangers – like, without Panarin, the Rangers are not getting into the playoffs. I mean, they were already on the doorstep. and I Without Dreisaitl, the Oilers don't get in the playoffs. I doubt that. Do you think they would still go to the playoffs without when McDavid went down too? No, no, no. Let's go back to when the last time they made the playoffs. How many points did Dreisaitl have? Uh, the year, that, was, oh, that would have been 16, 17. Let me look. I don't have it off the top of my head. I'm, I'm, he, I'm making the case that Panarin should – it's, it's kind of like the Taylor Hall. Um, Taylor Hall was also on the fucking Oilers at the time. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when Hall. I know won it as a devil. Hall, Hall. Yes, Hall. The Devils. Even though I don't think, I think McKinnon should have won that year. Hall literally put that fucking team on his back into the playoffs. I think it's the also, same. I think it's the same situation here. I think Panarin should get it. I'm, I'm going Drysaddle. I'm going Drysaddle. Let's put a bet on it. Drysaddle had 77 points in 82 games that year. Yeah, and McDavid had what? 100. I think he had 108. And Dreisaitl yeah. also had 16 points in 13 games uh, in the playoffs. Remember, he had that hat trick against the Ducks. Uh, yeah. Ducks, no shar- sharks or ducks. Can't remember. They they were they beat them. They were up like seven nothing at the fucking end of the second period. Or being at Plymouth, probably on my 22nd beer, having a grand all time. Yeah, Dreisaitl. I just I think Panarin. Uh... <laughs> Either candidate, any candidate is worthy of it. I just, I, I always, when I think of the heart, I think of the, the, the team situation as well. Yeah, that's that. That is, I, I still think going, going back to it, the Lindsay makes more sense because it's the players who voted, not the fucking nerd media people. So, I think that's where it really matters. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I am so excited for the draft. Are you talking about the actual draft or the lottery? The lottery. That's after the qualifiers, right? I know, because I want to know who gets it. I, my guess, it's either going to be Montreal or the Rangers, it seems like. Don't know. We don't know. You don't know shit. You're right. All right. Well, I think it's time we wrap this uh, this bad Larry up. This is a lot of fun. Uh, it's always great talking some hockey and in a week today, uh, we will be uh, prepping ourselves for some NHL hockey. Some I'm gonna fucking have some, playoff hockey. I think I'm going to have some hella anxiety producing two episodes a week. <laughs> yeah. My company's definitely not going to be a fan of me when I'm recording at 2 a.m. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited, though. So this is probably our last, like, informative um, episode before we get into the games because – Next week, you know, there will be exhibition games, so we're we're just gonna full send it into into the. We'll record Sunday after the first day of playoffs before the second day, just to, or we could we might even do Monday depending on how we want to do it, just so we can be 
more informative to tell you what's going on and what we thought. And hopefully, you know, barring any setbacks, someone gets hurt and no one tests positive for COVID on the way. Cause that would be a real shame. Yeah. But like I said, dude, I'm excited. I can't, I can't believe it's finally here. You know, baseball and uh, basketball just started back up so now hockey. So shout out Red Sox one thirteen two last night. Is that good? They played One the no. Orioles, so I'm not going to – Shut up, asshole. A win's a win. But yeah. Uh, dick. Thank you guys for listening. Keep showing the support. Keep showing the love. Uh, you know, it's crazy, dude. I was looking at our demographics. Someone in Kuwait listened. Someone in Australia listened. You think the person in Kuwait's military? Because that's my guess. Uh, probably. I don't know. But Australia, I don't know anyone in Australia, so – um, I'll say this. If we're both around each other when 100 comes out, where are we going to record? Hopefully I'm back at the house. We will see you next week. All right, see you.